Hello and welcome everybody to the very first episode of Ross Cherry's Digital Strategies Podcast. This is where we make creative lives better for ourselves and for others through the use of digital strategies. Uh, with episode number one, we're going to go into my origin story here and I'd like to take you back for a moment to where this all began, where I was uh, before I had my big epiphany about the, the path that I'm on now. So picture this. I was in a network marketing company for four and a half years, and I did my best. I was broke down, beat down, and a little bit broke um, trying to build this network marketing team. And what happened was the company had closed after about four and a half years of my involvement in it. And, you know, the thing is, I had done okay. Well, not really okay. I mean, I, I had a certain number of team members, but it was on the smaller handful side. Yet I had a sense of release when the company, of relief and release when the company closed down from all of the pains of building the opportunity. Um, but I'd like to say that in the process, I actually became a leader. You see, for four and a half years, I followed the daily methods of operation. I made my lists. I made my calls. I set and accomplished my goals most of the time, let's say. But I, I went on 60-day runs. If you follow Eric Worre, you know how uh, militant and strict his earlier teachings are and were. Um, I would show up to my company's events and all the meetings. I was there. I was a supporter. I would take three-way calls. You know, I pro and I prospected everyone. Okay, so of course, I wanted to build a large team that duplicated ourselves in network marketing and achieve what it is that I had been sold. And what you are sold when people approach you with, a pro with network marketing is a promise of a bill of goods, a promise of time freedom, financial freedom and riches, a stress-free life under our own control, and helping the world, making it a better place. And I wanted to help my team as well. Well, at the time, uh, I, I was working as a leasing agent for apartments here in the city of Chicago, and I was pretty much burnt out over that. And I, I came into a, a, an inheritance of money that allowed me to pursue my goals of building a network marketing team, and I had the time to do so. Well, I had the time also because I was in the hospital for three weeks, and during that time, you see, I had I, I was pretty much the last summer of my leasing job in my mind, but I had a couple more months to go, and you can make pretty decent money in those couple months here. And, uh, well, I got sick. I was, I was very tired, and I wound up being admitted to the hospital for about three weeks. And uh, after I had been discharged, you know, and during, I had evaluated my life, and and I didn't want to work so hard. You see, my physicality was taken away, uh, as well as a big mental hit that I was not able to provide and produce for myself. And you know what? I All the money I had made the past couple of years, and I was not the best saver uh, either, so that adds into it, but not being able to work for those three weeks and then for the months that followed, I pretty much didn't have any money yet again. I was broke, and I had worked hard for five years. So I just didn't want to do it anymore, work like a dog, work like a mule. And then it could all get taken away in a moment. So I was struggling, as I did network marketing, I was struggling to build my team. Obviously, I was a newbie. I was fresh face. I was learning, and I had all the excitement. Um, building a team is difficult. 
I, I had a very go-getter mindset where I was all in and I was very sharp at it and, and, and kind of sharp, maybe rough around the edges sharp as well. Uh, I, I had a, the struggles I dealt with were those of um, my, my own mindset, the mindset of my prospects and recruits, their commitment level. Uh, dealing with what people would say they would do, such as call you back or talk at this time, and then it was actually not followed through with in their actions. Uh, it became very frustrating to have to organize people and be told one thing and really have them do another. It was a letdown and a disappointment. Uh, so what it led to as well was I was also dealing with the struggles and pains of rejection. And that was people avoiding me. Now, it could have been me, and, and I believe some of my tactics it was before and when I was learning how to do it well. But it was also about the opportunity in general. Of course, we all know that network marketing uh, doesn't always have the best reputation, and, and, and for good reasons, some of it. But you know what? A lot of times people were just kind of crappy about it. And anyhow, I was dealing with these pains of rejection, the struggles of that, and people avoiding myself and the opportunity the hurt feelings, the anger and exasperation which welled up within me, and my own tough standards of showing up and executing the right way. And you know what? I still deal with this last part. Well, what happened was, what had happened was, my sense of self-worth was eroding. I felt beat down, even though I had some successes, they just weren't enough. I mean, look where I was in terms of money making. It could not pay the bills, so it was lucky that I had that money. And Look where I was, broke, but yet with so many dreams on the horizon. Well, the current company I was in just wasn't growing, and as I said before, it closed down. It was energy deregulation, environmentally friendly. I had fit in with my worldview that you might as well use business as a tool for the social good. Hey, a lot of people go out and give their time and energy and money, and then they volunteer and they give. I felt uh, you should do business that, er, well, not you should, but that I would like to put my efforts of business in and that it helps the world in a way as well. It goes back to a time where I owned my own cafe called the Mandala House Cafe in the year 2000, and it only sold um, drinks with uh, milks that, was, uh, that were organic and also coffee that was organic as well. And in the year 2000 in Chicago, you could only find organic milk products in about half the stores or if you're local, the jewels, as you may know. So anyhow, uh, for my going back to the network marketing company, the landscape shifted, the rates were different, and the company made it harder in some ways for us to succeed. To succeed. And our market in the Midwest here just basically became ignored by the leadership. Well, when the company closed, I, had fe I felt a sense of relief as I'd been grinding hard for the four and a half years, became a leader in the process, and albeit of a small group. At this time, a friend of mine and myself, we were gifted a ticket to Ray Higdon's Prospecting and Recruiting Mastery event, which took place in Sanibel, Florida. And it's not hard to accept an event in Sanibel. <laughs> so anyhow, thank you, Susan Mazinson out of New York, who is, who is a friend of ours from the old company. And when I got down there to Sanibel, uh, what I saw there were attractive people, well-dressed people, network marketers who were using the internet and social media and something called Attraction Marketing to build their dreams and create massive success. I remember attending the, one of the opening parties, the main opening party on Saturday night, dressed in a blue silk shirt and tie, which was new for the occasion. 
I looked good, I felt. I felt good. And I took a picture with Ray Higdon. He actually complimented me on the dress. I thought that was real neat of him. And I uh, took pictures and talked with other winners in the profession, such as Cesar Rodriguez, Tanya Liza. And, you know, I even remember running into Lisa Grossman on her smoke break during the conference and her giving me 10 minutes of advice, uh, which was to just ask a few simple questions of people and flip the cards. Well, and that's her advice on building a team. This is a multi-million dollar earner. And you know what? Lisa is such an, uh, um, <laughs> she, she's an interesting person, and I, I really liked her. But, hell, I didn't even know if she liked me at that moment. She's kind of hard to read like that or at least she was for meeting her for the first time, but I appreciated that 10 minutes she gave. What impressed me the most is that the leaders were shining from the inside. You see, the ones that were there had this glow about them, that sense of self-worth, that this was what, and this was what had eroded in me over time, though I did muscle through and put on a good face, and I I have that inner sense like I'm going to do it no matter what. Maybe that's the Taurus in me, the bull. But, you know, I really got beat down and my self-worth and confidence were eroding. Yet these people there were confident and attractive, and they were attracting people onto their teams and making sales, growing their teams, through the use of online marketing and digital strategies. You see, they were building successfully online. Now, one breakthrough came, I remember, when I showed up early for the day's speeches at 9 a.m. instead of 9.30. See, I thought this was a general session that that, um, he had called, Ray had called for everybody, but it turns out I just heard it wrong. It was actually a pre-session for people who were already six-figure earners in the profession, and Ray was presenting his coaching program to them to take them to the next level. Well, as he was listing the people he had already helped successfully, I realized, looking over those names, that I was following about 90-95% of them already, watching their moves on social media, opting into their offers, following their email sequences, buying their products. You see, I was funnel hacking them before I even knew what funnel hacking was, and I was onto something. Well, when I got back home, I delved into everything digital marketing, everything. I was consuming ungodly hours of content videos, YouTube trainings, Facebook lives, you name it, I did it. I opted into everything under the sun, spent money on it, um, I, everything that caught my attention and my critical eye. I probably watched tens of thousands of hours, I'm not kidding, over 10,000 of hours of video and have taken notes on hundreds of webinars. I still have these in binders and disorganized in my living room table. And you know, with, along with people like Vince Reed and Nick Anderson, Tanya Lies and Eric Worre, perhaps the biggest influence I came across at that time and devoured everything was Russell Brunson and ClickFunnels. You see, I was in my friend Jovi's apartment and I you know, I had time and we were hanging out and she had to leave and go to work. And I I decided to just stick around and read the book I had picked up called Expert Secrets by Russell Brunson. And I started reading. And then I looked at his funnels online. I clicked around online. And, you know, when that happens, down the rabbit hole, I kept devouring this content and seeing how good it was and how the, the, the stories and the messages were getting across. And I just kept clicking and I kept 
listening and I was hearing these concepts and I was reading in the book and I kept thinking to myself and I was texting her, I was texting my friend, we're going to be rich. Like, we're going to be rich. This is it. This is the vehicle. This is how you do it. This is how we get our message across. You see, so my journey became one of understanding how to do this effective presentation online the way I wanted it to, to be to do it, the way I wanted it to be presented, where I didn't mess up or it wasn't taken wrong by other people or emotions got in the way. And I wanted to lead people through my sales and presentation process that's automated, standardized with your best foot forward, strategic, running on autopilot 24 hours a day, seven days a week duplicatable importantly it's duplicatable that works even when you don't want to you see a passive truly automated and effective presentation well of course at this time i was learning everything i could honing my craft putting in the hours and putting in the works you see i had never been afraid of putting in the work for the projects that took my passions even when they were hard i decided to write a book how do you like that um, the publisher program I joined coached me on content and direction and funding. We put out a cover, came up with a cover. The title is called The New Brand You. It's not out yet. I will be releasing it. And it was exhilarating, okay? However, the publishing program that I joined was not free. In fact, it was very expensive. I won't tell you what the initial price was, but I had to be um, stepped down to their kick in the butt program, which, well, was $10,000. And that was the step down from what I had originally signed up with. And you know what? They, they required a down payment. I forget if it was five or 6000 I put it on five different cards. You see, I spent nearly all of my money, including my rent money, that was it. I had to do this for a dream. Okay? Remember the inheritance? Well, after five and a half years, it was now gone. My credit was used up, and my debt was growing. I did have a plan B, however. Uh, I owned a condo here in Chicago, and I was looking to sell it. And see, I had picked it up during the recession as a short sale. I was earning income as a landlord, a couple hundred dollars a month in profit. Um, you see, I, I didn't just squander my money during this time. I do believe in investments in your future and things that will pay you well. And that was a good investment, but I, right now I needed cash. I was getting into debt and I had an asset, so I decided to sell it. Well, I had trouble with the condo board, misinformation they put out about people being able to uh, rent it and use it as investment property. It was all finalized eventually. It took me uh, longer, a couple months longer than I had hoped. Um, it was an extended contract transaction, and I got beat up a little bit on price. But I sold it. I paid off some pressing debts. But even when I did, say I lowered some of my credit card balances, one of these companies on two cards that I hold, as soon as I paid, I think it was five grand on one, three on another, they lowered my credit limit equally. So it was like, bam, that, that comfort gave up. See, I had remained, even after I paid off my debts, I remained stressed with money. <laughs> Always stresses, it seems, you know, and dealing with the, with the intense stresses and, and achievement um, certainly put a damper on my creative path. I indeed 
<laughs> I needed to make money and I needed to make it fast. So with my newfound digital talents and attractive presence online, uh, they did pay off. I, I, people started seeking me out to work with them. I was at the ClickFunnels Funnel Hacking Live 2017. And when people saw me put out my videos, they, they, they buzzed around me. They attracted. They wanted me to work in their network marketing companies, which uh, most of them I declined. I did join one uh, with and for a friend, but I never really did anything with it. I do want to help her build hers through these strategies, though. You see, I was hired to build funnels and email sequences. I was helping, I was even helping one prominent and successful network marketer. She had created, I think, 44 millionaires, and I was helping her to build her brand, sell her product. She sought me out. But I'll tell you what, this was another struggle, another conflict along the way. As soon as I delivered what I had promised in the first month with over-delivering and then asked for a small portion of what I was worth in our relationship, uh, she did turn away and shut me down, stopped communication, left. And I'll tell you, it was as if she wanted me to do her bidding for free, even though I was clear and transparent for being valued as a digital strategist more than a network marketer from the start. So again, my self-worth was checked because I didn't get paid for the work I was doing, and we were building something good. I'll tell you that we were building a brand. I believe in digital strategies and also marketing, you know, traditional forms of messaging and story. So brave as I was, this beat me down again. I tried to stave it off, but it set me off on a continued financial stress and always hustling for the next job. Well, I also still held my real estate license and had a couple transactions, yet for each one it was difficult just to get paid. And really my heart just wasn't in it. So as I've set off to build a current network marketing team through digital duplication and strategies, uh, I'm, I'm in this opportunity now. I won't tell you what it is, but I do invite you to go along the process with me. I am taking the best of my mentor strategies, techniques, and funnels. Thank you, Russell Brunson. Thank you, Stephen Larson. Thank you, Vince Reed. I mean, these are successful people who've done it and get results. And I'm combining their techniques, their methods, and strategies with what matters to me telling your story, building self-worth, and finally building that highly profitable, high-performance network marketing team di digitally that duplicates. And what that does and will do is finally delivers on the promises, network marketing, and we ourselves expect, desire, and deserve. You see, do you ever feel like that you're smart enough that you have a message out there and you know it? You know it, okay? And it just seems like you can't get your message across as clearly. Now, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed, even though I'm intelligent, some would say, and I can see things right away. It can take me a while to put it all together in a simple, straightforward, clear package with the grand themes. But when I do, it's right. It's so right. I know that from the inside, confidence. So... To wrap this up, the 30-day challenge that I've embarked on through Russell Brunson and ClickFunnels is giving me hope, clarity, a sense of peace, and direction. It's what happens if that they teach people if you suddenly lose everything to get your life back. Originally, we were supposed to read other people's 30-day plans, which I do have in the book, but it's turning out to be a challenge 
for myself and for you as a listener. It's a template that I'm going through right now, a framework in which I can place my stories and succeed in the industries that matter most to me. And I hope you do too. And I'm thankful. And you know, one of the coolest things about this journey is that it teaches me life lessons. These strategies here have been teaching me along the way about how to relate my message to other people, tell the stories which are important with the right messages that guide us to better and stronger relationships. You could use the ways of communicating your message online with also communicating it to those you care about. You see, we put ourselves out there in a way that keeps and protects our self-worth, which is important to me. And all the while having better relationships with those who choose and who come across and choose to hear our message. And with that, the I as individual becomes a team. So thank you for listening to me. This has been episode number one of the Ross Cherry's Digital Strategies podcast. I hope you follow along with me on this journey and with the message, and we will see you next time.